48K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Richard Pine. The headlines. The government and local medical experts say more data is needed on the Chinese Coronavac vaccine after Brazilian authorities reported it has a 50% efficacy rate in late-stage trials. Pro-government lawmakers mull stricter penalties and wage cuts for any legislator who disrupts future LegCo meetings. And a mainland lawyer who tried to represent one of the 12 Hong Kong people who were detained north of the border has been dragged into a hearing that could see his license stripped. Brazilian authorities say the Chinese-developed coronavirus vaccine has a 50% efficacy rate in late-stage trials. Sinovac's Coronavac was given to 12,500 frontline health workers. Mike Weeks has details. The Butantan Institute conducting the trial repeated last week's claim that the vaccine was 78% effective in preventing mild cases that needed treatment and 100% effective in staving off moderate to serious cases. It said overall it was 50% effective in preventing patients from contracting the disease. There were no adverse effects or significant allergic reactions. Authorities said they believed the vaccine would work infinitely better at a community level. While it reaches the minimum efficacy target of 50% set by the World Health Organization, it's well behind other vaccines produced by Moderna at 94% and Pfizer-BioNTech at 95%. A specialist in respiratory medicine says it's too early to compare the coronavac data with other vaccines as the 50% figure includes mild and asymptomatic cases. Dr. Leung Chi Chu says there are multiple levels of efficacy. And we can talk about efficacy against all infections. We can be talking about efficacies against symptomatic infection. Or we can about talk about efficacy against serious infections. All these have different meanings and we need to look at the full data set before we can have a better guess of the actual situation and compare the efficacy between different vaccines. The Secretary for the Civil Service, Patrick Nip, says an expert panel appointed by the government will meet this week to review the data. Health Secretary Sophia Chan told lawmakers that the government is asking for more information from Sinovac. She spoke through an interpreter. We are collecting information from the media and information published by other governments or countries. We have been in active communication with Sinovac to ask for information so the relevant experts committee could review the information. At the first instance, when we have more information from the pharmaceutical companies, and if the information is vetted by the experts, then our principle is to make sure the information is made public and transparent. Pro-government lawmakers are mulling changes to LegCo rules to introduce tougher penalties and salary cuts for legislators who cause disruption at future meetings. The Committee on Rules of Procedures has agreed to set up a penalty card system, with punishments also including temporary bans from meetings. Such rules would apply for meetings of LegCo's full council, House Committee and Finance Committee. The committee will consult lawmakers and has no timetable for its rollout yet. Business and Professionals Alliance lawmaker Priscilla Leung, who made the suggestion, says the proposal is more of a deterrent than just evicting lawmakers from meetings. The best way to deal with this kind of disputes is by in-house rules. If we can provide different degrees and levels of penalties at the Legislative Council in the Rules of Procedures, it might reduce the number of the necessity to report to the police to ask for their help to adjudicate or to help to enforce 
several misbehaviors. The police have declined to comment on a Washington Post report which said mobile phones and other digital devices seized from recently arrested pro-democracy figures are being sent to the mainland. The report quoted sources as saying mainland authorities are equipped with sophisticated technology that can be used to extract data, and the Hong Kong police had been unable to crack into Apple's newer iPhone models. In a brief statement, the Hong Kong police only said that any action officers take would be based on the actual situation and in accordance with the law. A mainland lawyer who tried to represent one of 12 Hong Kong people who were detained on the mainland has been dragged into a hearing that could see his license stripped. Lu Wei is accused by Sichuan authorities of repeatedly making inappropriate remarks on the internet and seriously damaging the image of the legal sector. Two lawyers trying to represent him were taken away by police, as were a number of human rights lawyers and supporters who wanted to attend the hearing. The families of the 12 condemned what they said was clear oppression by the mainland authorities, alleging that the action against Mr Lu's retribution for his involvement in the detainee's case. A patent launched by Chinese technology company Huawei has been found to describe a system that could pick out members of the Uyghur ethnic minority from other pedestrians. The discovery by a U.S. research group is the latest indication of how China is using advanced surveillance technology in its campaign against the mainly Muslim Uyghur population. Here's the BBC's Neo Kellyum. Huawei has previously claimed none of its technologies are designed to identify ethnic groups, but this patent suggested it is at least something it has considered. The mostly Muslim Uyghurs face persecution in China. Human rights activists have accused the authorities there of using high-tech surveillance against them. The patent application refers to a system designed to analyze pedestrians' movements, which it says could be targeted at people according to whether they are a Uyghur, among other attributes. Huawei says it opposes the use of technology to carry out ethnic discrimination and now plans to amend the filing. The mainland has recorded the biggest daily jump in COVID-19 cases in more than five months, despite three cities in lockdown. It reported 115 new cases, up from 55 a day before. 90 of the 107 local infections were in Hebei, the province surrounding Beijing. The U.S. House of Representatives has voted in favor of a resolution demanding that President Trump be removed from office for inciting last week's mob attack on the U.S. Capitol. The measure is symbolic as the U.S. Vice President Mike Pence has made clear he doesn't support using the 25th Amendment to oust Mr. Trump. This sets the stage for a vote to impeach the president for a second time. The House Speaker, Nancy Pelosi, laid out the charges against him. The facts are very clear. The president called for this seditious attack. For days, he urged supporters to come to Washington for the insurrection. Wednesday morning, he participated in a rally to encourage the rioters to march on the Capitol and fight. And not only did he urge people to march on the Capitol and fight, he further fanned the flames, and he and his family cheered and celebrated the desecration of the Capitol. President Trump has dismissed the move to impeach him. He spoke about the attempt during a visit to the Mexican border. The impeachment hoax is a continuation of the greatest and most vicious witch hunt in the history of our country and is causing tremendous anger and division and pain far greater than most people will ever understand, which is very dangerous for the USA, especially at this very tender time. 
The United States Justice Department and the FBI have opened criminal investigations into more than 160 individuals for their part in last week's attack on the Capitol building in Washington. Michael Sherwin, the acting U.S. attorney for the District of Columbia, says the investigation will take time but is moving quickly. We've already charged over 70 cases. We're looking at everything from simple trespass to theft of mail to theft of digital devices with inside the Capitol to assault to the theft of potential national security information or national defense information to felony murder and even civil rights excessive force investigations. The FBI's assistant director in charge of the Washington field office, Stephen D'Antuono, told a news conference that the bureau would find those responsible wherever they were. I want to stress that the FBI has a long memory and a broad reach. Agents and our partners are on the streets investigating leads not only here in the D.C. area, but also across the country through the FBI's 56 field offices. So even if you've left D.C., agents from our local field offices will be knocking on your door if we find out that you are part of the criminal activity at the Capitol. You are- U.S. military commanders have issued a statement condemning the Capitol riots and confirming that President-elect Joe Biden will become the 46th commander-in-chief of the armed forces next week. The memo from the Joint Chiefs of Staff characterized last week's riot as a direct assault on the U.S. Congress and the constitutional process. It said the military remained fully committed to protecting and defending the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. The United States UN Ambassador Kelly Kraft has scrapped a planned trip to Taiwan due to start today. A US official said the move was in line with the State Department cancelling trips abroad ahead of Joe Biden's inauguration. The Secretary of State Mike Pompeo also cancelled a final official visit to Europe. China last week expressed strong opposition to Kraft's trip. It comes after the US announced at the weekend that it would lift restrictions on its contacts with Taiwanese officials. Taiwan's government expressed understanding and respect for the cancellation, but also regret. The sister of North Korea's leader, Kim Jong-un, has described the South Korean Defense Ministry as a truly weird group that is hard to understand. Kim Yo-jong's comments follow a military parade to mark the North's ruling party congress, which has just ended. Here's the BBC's Laura Bicker. The North Korean leader's sister accused South Korea of having nothing better to do and craning their necks to watch over Pyongyang. They are the idiot and top of the world's list in misbehaviour, she said in a statement carried by the Korean Central News Agency. South Korea's military has been keeping a close eye on the North as it holds a rare party congress, where Kim Jong-un pledged that his country would further develop its nuclear capabilities. President Moon Jae-in in Seoul has said he's still willing to meet with North Korea, but these insults from Kim Yo-jong would suggest that at the moment, talks with the South are not being considered. To stocks, and a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 28,262. That's 16 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $112 billion. To currencies, the US dollar is trading at 103.61 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 22 cents. The pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 60 cents. Now to sport, here's Atom Chung. We start in the English Premier League, where Manchester United have gone top of the table. And now Rashford with a cross, Pogba with a shot, and he's found the net! And Manchester United do break through at Turf Moor. 
Paul Pogba scored in the second half to give Manchester United a 1-0 win at Burnley. United find themselves in first place for the first time since September 2017. They're three points clear of Liverpool and will face the reigning champions at Anfield on Sunday. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's United side are unbeaten away from home this season. Yeah, we feel very confident going into games. Away from home, we've really done well. and uh, But also, uh, we're getting more, better and better at home. Uh, our form should give us confidence to go into the next game uh, uh, with, with belief. Everton are up to fourth in the table after a 2-1 win at Wolves. The Toffees picking up their sixth win away from home this season. Their boss Carlo Ancelotti says it's easier being visitors when there are no fans in the stands. Close door, this is the key. The result of the Premier League. Without the crowd, of course, the away team are more, has more advantage. And we, we, we perform better away because at home we didn't have the support of our fans that was really important. Sheffield United recorded their first win of the season with a 1-0 success at home over Newcastle. The Blades boss Chris Wilder was relieved to get the three points. A long time coming. Um, um, not going to get carried away. You know, it's, it's been far too long from, 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 from my team to, to get that win. Um, but yeah, we, we're all delighted. I'm, I'm, I'm delighted for the players and the, and the supporters uh, because it's been, a, it's been a tough, obviously, in a long run. In Spain, Atletico Madrid extended their lead at the top of La Liga after beating Sevilla 2-0. They've opened a four-point gap over their city rivals, Real Madrid. AC Milan are through to the quarterfinals of the Italian Cup. They got past Torino 5-4 on penalties after a goalless draw at the San Siro. Now to the NBA, where Joel Embiid was the star in Philadelphia's latest win. He scored 45 points in helping the 76ers beat the Miami Heat 137-134 in overtime. Dakota Matthias made the game-winning three for his only basket of the game. Elsewhere, Kevin Durant had 34 points as the Brooklyn Nets came back from 18 points down to beat the Denver Nuggets 122-116. And the league-leading LA Lakers picked up their ninth win of the season. They led from start to finish in a 117-100 victory over the Houston Rockets. LeBron James led the way with 26 points. And as you look at sports. To end the news, the top stories once again. The government and local medical experts say more data is needed on the Chinese CoronaVac vaccine after, Brazil, after Brazilian authorities reported it has a 50% efficacy rate in late-stage trials. Pro-government lawmakers mull stricter penalties and wage cuts for any legislator who disrupts future LegCo meetings. And a mainland lawyer who tried to represent one of the 12 Hong Kong people who were detained north of the border has been dragged into a hearing that could see his license stripped. The news from RTHK. The Greater Bay Area provides even more choices for Hong Kong people. The modern transport network, with high-speed railways and highways, has brought the 10 other cities of the Greater Bay Area into our living circle. Whether we're planning to spend our leisure time, buy a home, or to retire in the Greater Bay Area, policy measures are in place to make things easy for us. Greater Bay Area Living. Greater Choices. Fight the virus, stay vigilant. If you think you have a higher risk of COVID-19 exposure or experience discomfort, you can collect specimen bottles for free testing from designated public clinics. 
Meanwhile, the government will arrange free testing for targeted groups. To minimize the risk of community transmission, we should take the initiative to get tested. Together, we must fight the virus. Stay vigilant. Visit coronavirus.gov.hk for details. <laughs> 